name is Patrick McGilvray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, sports nutritionist, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've dedicated my life to helping runners just like you properly fuel your body and your mind so you can get leaner, get stronger, run faster, and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode 218 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGilvray, the weight loss coach for runners. Today, you have to change how you think. So if you're somebody who wants to lose weight and keep it off, you probably already know that you have to change your diet, right? This is obvious. We all know this. But that's where most people stop. They change their diet. They get some results, but it rarely lasts because they've only changed the behavior, not the thinking that's driving the behavior. They keep slipping back into old eating patterns because they haven't changed the thoughts that created those patterns in the first place. So if you think you can change your diet, but not your thinking, you're always going to struggle. So today on the podcast, if you want to change behavior and make it last, then you have to change how you think. But first, I know I talk a lot about nutrition, weight loss, running, strength training, all that stuff here on the podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. And also, this all might seem a little overwhelming to you, and you might just want to know where to get started with all this stuff. If that sounds like you, awesome, I've got you covered. I created a free training. It's about an hour long. It's a video that you can watch. You can check it out anytime. It's called Five Simple Steps to Becoming a Leaner, Stronger Runner. You're going to learn all the basics, nutrition, strength, endurance, mindset, all geared towards you, the runner who's interested in becoming fitter, stronger, faster, and the most badass version of yourself yet. If this sounds like you, check out this free training. Just go to runningleancoaching.com and click on free training. I know it's pretty obvious, right? And you can get started on your weight loss journey today. Cool? Awesome. Okay, let's get into this topic today. You have to change how you think. So one of the things that prompted me to talk about this today is that I talk to people every single day. And they just want, some of these people just want me to talk, tell them like what to do. Like, just tell me what to do. You know, give me a plan and I'll follow the plan. They just want to know the what's, the when's, the how's, like what should I eat? When should I lift weights? How, how often should I run? Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And I jokingly say, half jokingly, I say, yeah, knowing what to do is easy. If it was that easy, though, all I would do is write a book and hand it over to you, right? But knowing what to do is only a small part of the equation, all right? How often have you known what to do and you still haven't done it anyway? Like you probably know that you shouldn't be eating some things like Dunkin' Donuts, right? But you do it anyway, and you're not doing it and you're not like doing the things that you want to be doing consistently, so that's where, you know, we we see this behavior that we're engaging in. We want to change the behavior, but we we stop there. We just stop it like, well, I just need to stop doing that. I need to do things differently. I need to take different actions, okay? The problem with this is that you're not changing the the thing that is actually driving the behavior, that's actually creating the thoughts, the feelings that are actually driving the behavior. Okay, you can't just change a behavior. You have to change the thinking behind the behavior, okay? But when it comes to, you know, things like, okay, I shouldn't be eating Dunkin' Donuts every day. I get that. But they find themselves, they just keep eating the Dunkin' Donuts every day. And they're like, how come I can't do that? Because they haven't changed the thinking that's driving the behavior. So 
If you're somebody who struggles with sticking to a plan, like sticking to a food plan, um, you know, you might have experienced this in the past. And, and lots of people I talk to have experienced this where they're like, yeah, I did that for a while. I was able to change the behavior. I started to eat real food. I started to do pretty well with that. Um, but they never did like the deeper work of changing the thinking that drives the behavior. And so they just slip back into those old patterns. They keep slipping back into those old eating patterns, um, you know, uh, uh, slipping back into, uh, you know, binging on stuff and, and, you know, eating the junk food. And they can't understand why, because they know what to do. But they've never done the deeper work. The deeper work is changing the thinking changing the thinking that actually drives the behavior. Okay, so I've said this a couple of times now. Your thinking drives your behavior. How does all this work? So, you know, here's here's what what I want to talk about next. This is how your thinking actually drives your actions, okay? So, when we want to change something complicated like eating patterns, this can be kind of challenging, okay? And for most people, they just look at the action itself. I'm either eating broccoli or I'm eating potato chips. I'm eating, you know, the chicken that I put out or I'm eating the Dunkin' Donuts, you know. And when it's when you think about the action like that, it is it is very surface level. When you just try to change the action, you are going to get minuscule results. I'm just telling you right now, if that's what you've been working on, then you are going to get very short-term results and you're never going to make lasting change. What you want to do is get down to the thinking. This is the deeper work. You get down to the thinking that's driving the behavior because this is where you can actually start making real lasting change. So most people believe that whatever they're doing is some sort of automatic behavior like there's some sort of a robot they have no control over their actions you know the dunkin donuts are just sitting there and i eat them i just find myself eating them i find myself eating them <laughs> like i am an automaton i see donuts and i eat them this is not really going on this is really not what's happening you are not a robot you are a human being you have free will you have agency you have the power to make decisions and you are making decisions you are not out of control you can choose something different in that circumstance. But in that circumstance, you're making a choice. You're choosing this over that. You're choosing, typically, you're choosing what feels good right now. You're choosing immediate gratification. You're choosing immediate pleasure over your long-term goals, over long-lasting gratification and pleasure a fit body, a long and healthy life, and all the good stuff that you actually want for yourself. Most people think behavior works like this. They see the Dunkin' Donuts and you eat them, period, right? Here's how your thinking actually drives your behavior, though. So you see the Dunkin' Donuts sitting there, and then you have a thought about the Dunkin' Donuts. So it's not the donuts themselves that are driving the behavior, but it's your thoughts. So you have a thought about the donuts. Oh, man, those look so good. You know what? I've been good all week. 
I just ran 10 miles. I deserve a little treat. You know, I've been pretty consistent with all this. It's not going to hurt that much. It's going to feel really good to eat those. So you have all these thoughts that go through your mind. You know, a lot of times you don't even know you're having those thoughts. It just goes, it happens really fast, really. It's very, very quick. It's just in an instant where you have these thoughts, but you do have these thoughts. And those thoughts are very powerful because those thoughts create a feeling inside of you immediately. They, they create a, um, in this case, they create something like desire. And the feeling could be anything, really. It could be a feeling, like you could have a thought that creates a feeling of stress or anxiety or anger. But in the case of, you know, looking at some Dunkin' Donuts and you just ran 10 miles, it could just be an intense desire which is just a feeling, it's an emotion, desire. You have this intense desire that wells up inside you. That desire to eat a Dunkin' Donut is what is actually driving the action of eating the donut. If the desire wasn't there, you wouldn't eat the donut. So the, de the desire to eat the donut is not created by the donut in the box. That's not creating the desire. The desire is created by your thoughts about the donut sitting in the box. Oh, this is going to taste so good. The sugar's going to make me feel really good because it does. That sugar lights up those pleasure centers in your brain. Oh, I'm going to get a nice sugar rush, rush for the next 20 minutes or so. All these thoughts that you have create that desire and they really ramp up that desire. It's like turning up the volume on that desire. And the reason we know this is true is because some people, they just don't have that. Uh, they don't like Dunkin' Donuts and they don't have the desire to eat the donuts. The donuts are not causing the desire because some people can see them sitting there and just be like, eh, not so great. Oh, I, don't, I don't really like those things, you know. Um, they have no thoughts about, oh my God, these are going to be so amazing. They have no thoughts about, oh, I just deserve this. You know, I just ran 10 miles. They don't have any of those thoughts. And so they have no desire to eat the donut. And so they don't eat the donut. So not eating the donut is not hard for those people because their thinking is different. They, they are not thinking all these thoughts about how amazing this is going to feel. And so the, the desire is not there to eat the donut. And so they don't eat the donut. So this is what is called a thought, feeling, action pattern. Your uh, thoughts create feelings and your feelings drive your behavior. And I just call this for simplicity, a thought pattern, right? Thought patterns are things that we have learned over the years and years and years of our lives. And we have thought patterns about all kinds of stuff in our lives. Some are good, some are not so good. All right, you've been practicing certain thought patterns for your whole, like decades, like Dunkin' Donuts are amazing. To be honest with you, I don't know that I've ever had a Dunkin' Donut, just a little sidebar here. I know people love their coffee. They talk about how good the coffee is. I just can't imagine that it would be that good because I'm sort of a coffee snob. I love really good, you know, um, single origin coffees that I grind the beans myself. And I just don't think that it would be that good. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing out on something. But I don't have the desire to eat the Dunkin' Donuts. I'm just using this as, as an example. 
Um, so you've had these, you've been practicing these types of thought patterns for decades. Like if you've always loved Dunkin' Donuts and you probably thought, oh my God, these are just so amazing all the time. So you've created uh, a thought pattern and you've, you've done this so many times that it just creates a habit. The habit is when you see the donuts, you eat them and you think it's an automatic thing, but it really isn't. It's a thought, feeling, action pattern that you've been practicing over and over and over and over again. This is the same as practicing any other behavior behavior that's become a habit for you, like running. So when you first start running, you have all these thoughts about running, like running is hard. I don't feel like running today. I'm not getting any faster. Running is really hard. Why is running so hard? I hate running. It's really hard. It's stupid. <laughs> Those are my thoughts about running when I first started doing it. And it took me so long before I, I got better, you know, running, running takes a long, it takes a long time to get better at, right? And these thoughts that I was having would keep me in bed most mornings, you know, because they would, when I started thinking these feelings about running being so hard and I'm not getting better and I, you know, I'm not getting faster and running is stupid, it's not working for me. All those thoughts that I had about running were causing feelings of demotivation inside me, a lack of enthusiasm, I'm not good enough, feelings of frustration and anger. Like those feelings, demotivation, frustration, anger, lack of enthusiasm, these feelings will drive a certain type of behavior, which is to stay in bed and don't go run because running is stupid, okay? That is a thought, feeling, action pattern at play right there. So you don't feel like running and you don't run, but over time, over time, you do eke out a few good runs here and there, and you do eventually get a little bit faster, and running becomes a little bit easier, and you kind of surprise yourself that, oh, I actually ran like five miles and it actually felt okay. Like you start to see that this might actually be working. You start to enjoy it. It's, you start to feel good after you run. You start to look forward to it. And so then you have all these new thoughts about running that start to change the way you feel about running to the point where now you never miss a run, no matter what, even if it's really crappy outside, even if it's cold and snowy and rainy, even if you're sick, you've got the flu, even if you're on vacation, you're gonna, you're gonna go out there and run because it feels so good for you. So you, you've created for yourself, without even knowing it, a whole different set of thought patterns around running. And so the behavior, you think you, you know, the behavior just changes by itself, no. You have changed that behavior over time. I hope this is an example that you can relate to because this is a really good example of the amazing power of your thought patterns. Running can be a hard thing, but you can get through it and you can get over that and you can become a, a person who loves to run. The very same thing can happen with any other thought patterns in your life. 
running just didn't naturally come easily to you and be handed to you. Oh, all of a sudden, you know, running just got easier. No, you had to like work through it and you had to learn thought patterns. It took a while. You had to practice it for a long time before it became something that was easier and it was a habit. So thought patterns can be learned. Thought patterns can be unlearned too, right? If you want to um, train yourself to hate running, just go back to all the crappy thinking about running, how hard it is, how you don't like it, how you're not getting any faster, why it's so hard, all that stuff. Just keep thinking those kinds of thoughts and it'll be super demotivating and you'll not feel like running ever again. Okay. (laughs) If you have a thought pattern like mindlessly eating the Dunkin' Donuts every time you see them, even though you know it's not what you want, it's not good for you, it's not going to help you lose weight, it's not healthy, it's not in alignment with your long-term goals then you can unlearn that thought pattern, okay? And it starts with changing the way you think. You have to change the thoughts that are creating those feelings of desire within you. So how do you change your thinking? So changing your thinking is not as easy as it sounds. You just can't be like, well, I'm just going to think differently. Especially if you've been practicing the same thought patterns your whole life, it takes time. And it takes some effort. It takes a little bit of work. And when I say work, that's where most people like to tune out. They're like, please, I don't want to do any work. But listen, if you want to change, you have to do some work, right? And I promise you that if you're willing to work on this particular area, when you're starting to talk about changing thought patterns, this can be an absolute game changer for you. And it applies to any thought patterns in your life, whether it's Dunkin' Donuts running, whatever it is that you want for yourself, you can change this. And and I've got three... um, Three, a three-step little process here that I'm going to go through with you that I think is really powerful. And it's the three R's. And, and the three R's are to recognize, record, and reframe. So the first R, if we're talking about changing thought patterns here, the first R, the very first step is to recognize. You got to recognize that something is going on here. You know, you have to see that you're engaging in a behavior, a thought pattern that you want to change. You have to recognize that what you're doing may not be in alignment with your long-term goals. So this is self-awareness, understanding that you're not a robot. This is not automatic behavior. You're just practicing an old thought pattern. So you have to recognize that something is going on here. That is the critical first step. And you have to be honest with yourself that, oh, yeah, I'm doing something that, you know, I'm eating the Dunkin' Donuts mindlessly. What's happening here? Like, what's going on? So recognize that something is happening here, okay? Step number one. Step number two, the second R, is to record. Record the thought pattern in as much detail as possible. So as soon as you can, once you recognize what's happening or that there's something happening here, stop and record some thoughts and feelings about the behavior. Ask yourself some questions like, What just happened there? Like, why did I do that? What was the thought that I had right before I did that? What was the feeling that I had right before I did that? This doesn't have to be complicated. You can just grab a notebook and write it down, use a pen, a piece of paper, use your journal, write it on a note on your phone. You can even record a voice memo, like just record it into your phone. I like doing that because sometimes I, I can't write as fast as my brain is you know, can think and and I can talk. So I just talk. It's a lot easier for me. But the more you record, the more you can start to see that, yeah, these are those types of thought patterns that I'm engaging in. These are the types of thoughts I'm thinking. 
These are the types of feelings that are being created within me that are actually driving the behavior. And then the next step is to, and the third R, is to reframe. Reframing means you change the thought to create different feelings which drive a different behavior. This simply means you need to start to choose different thoughts in those moments. And this is a practice. This is not something you're going to do, you know, you you know, and then you're going to do one time and you're going to be like, oh, I got it. No, it takes time. Reframing is a powerful tool. It's, it's used in a lot of psychological practices like CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. <clears throat> and they have a similar like three-step sort of process um, that is similar to this, uh, but I think this one applies to us uh, very uh, profoundly, okay? So you have a thought like, you know, I've been good all week, I deserve this donut, I just ran 10 miles, it's not that big a deal, all those kinds of thoughts, right? Those thoughts are creating a desire inside you, and then you just, you that desire drives you to eat the donut. But a reframing, a reframing thought might be something like, Ooh, that donut looks really good, but my health is more important to me than how good that donut might taste in the moment. My weight loss goal is bigger than the tiny amount of pleasure that this stupid little donut is going to give me, or I'm not the kind of person that eats that crap anymore, right? These thoughts, these reframed thoughts start to create feelings of motivation. You start to feel more confident. You have a different desire, not to eat the donut, but to stay consistent and reach those health and fitness goals that are so important to you. And so in that moment, the desire to stay committed to your goals is much more powerful than the stupid donut sitting there. And so you make the choice to not eat the donut. That's a reframe. Okay, so the whole thing, this whole process, recognize, record, reframe, only takes a couple of minutes to do. It only takes a few minutes, but you want to practice this. You want to practice this every day. Uh, recognize there's a thought pattern you want to change. Record your thoughts and feelings about it. Reframe those thoughts and feelings to produce a better outcome next time. It's a very simple process. Simple but not easy. This is the work that we have to do. This is the work that most people don't want to do or not willing to do. Most people would rather stay stuck and just blame everything around them for why they're stuck. Like, oh, if those donuts weren't sitting there, I'd be fine. Actually, no, because the donuts are not the problem. It's your thoughts about the donuts. That's the real problem, okay? So get out there. Start seeing all the thought patterns in your life. Start recognizing that these things are happening and that you are creating them, all right? So there's uh, some, some good thought patterns that are happening in your life, and there's some that are not so good. But recognize all of them. Start to see this for what they really are, okay? Uh, there's going to be some that you want to continue doing. There's going to be some thought patterns that you want to change. And that's when we put the three R's into practice, uh, recognize, record, and reframe. Cool? Okay, that's all I got for you today. I love you all. Keep on running lean, and I will talk to you soon.